from chickens to cars, this automobile manufacturer has one of the most impressive stories of creating the company and consistently innovating and designing new cars that push the boundaries of what can be produced by humans. This is Koenigsegg. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Autos and Donuts. And in today's episode we're going to be looking at the history of Koenigsegg. So let's get into it. Christian von Koenigsegg as a boy was very smart and curious. Taking things apart just to see how they work. A tinker and innovator. You could say that he was ahead of his time. As a teenager, he believed that computer chips would be able to store and play music like CDs and would someday replace them. He made patents, but no one was interested in the idea, so he moved on. Years later, this became the mainstream way to listen to music. In 1991, he invented a new way to join wood planks together, dubbed Click. He did not need nails or glue to join the wood together and presented it to his father, who ran a flooring factory, who dismissed the idea as well. Once again, without help, he had to abandon the idea. Yet in 1995, another company patented the same idea and called it Click, with an exclamation point at the end, and is now a multi-billion dollar industry. As you may know, Koenigsegg made a large sum of money through selling frozen chickens, which he then wanted to create an automobile company, and thus, Koenigsegg was born in 1994 at the young age of 22 in Scania, Sweden. Koenigsegg's logo is actually his family coat of arms that he found and traced back many generations ago to medieval times. His first car was called the Koenigsegg CC, which was a prototype in 1966. This car was made a quick two years after the company was first founded and was powered by a 4.3 liter V8 from Audi. This car came with something that is unique to all Koenigseggs and that is the dihedral door system which was new and unique to its time. Even to this day I don't really call many other cars with this style other than Koenigseggs. After the CC came the CC8S, which was the production model of the CC that came out in 2002. The 8S meant V8 supercharged, and only six of these were ever made, with two of them being right-hand drive, and produced 655 brake horsepower. This car in 2002 achieved a world record of the most powerful production ever engi engine ever produced. In 2003, two weeks before the CC8S was supposed to be shown at the Geneva Auto Motor Show, their factory caught fire, but thanks to employees that were there, they saved all of the cars. 
In 2004 came the CCR, which had many upgrades such as wheels, suspension, bodywork, and more power that came out of the eight came out to 806 brake horsepower, thanks to its twin supercharged V8 engine. This car ended up getting two world records, the first being taking the achievement of most powerful production engine from the CC8S in 2004, and then being the fastest production car in 2005, hitting a top speed of 387 kilometers per hour, or 240 miles per hour. In 2006 came the CCX, which once again had many more upgrades over the previous model. Of this model, only two were built. Something new to the industry was a removable and stowable hard roof. This car also had new design choices that would pass emissions and regulations in nearly every country, making it the first Koenigsegg model to be sold in the United States. The CCX also set a, top, a record on the Top Gear test track where the record stood from 2006 to 2013. Other variations of this car were also built, such as the CCXR, which could run off of, off of E85 or any mix of gasoline in E85, and had a power output of 1,018 brake horsepower. Another model of this was also made to run off of E100 and had a blue R-badge instead of the green R-badge. Next in 2007 came the CCGT which was a car meant for racing, specifically for Le Mans in the GT1 class. In order to do this, 20 of these had to be produced and certain regulations had to be met. When the car was finished, however, the regulations were changed that required 350 units to have been built, and other parts of the car were no longer allowed, meaning the CCGT never got to race. In 2008 came the CCX Edition, and CCXR edition models. These models had a clear carbon body and other technical updates such as their suspension. The CCX edition was up to 888 brake horsepower and the CCXR remained at 1018. Only two CCX edition models were made and four CCXR edition models. In 2009 came both the CCXR Trevita and CCXR Special Edition. The CCXR Trevita was made with a white carbon fiber, with Trevita meaning three white in Swedish. Originally, three of these cars were to be made, but only two were ever produced, making it one of the most exclusive cars in their history. The CCXR Special Edition was made to be the send-off of the CCX models. Many upgrades were made, such as a new wing, aerodynamics, paddle shifting, and more. This car was made to be the bridge between the CCX and the upcoming model, the Agera. With only two of these cars being made, combining all the CC models made in the 15-year timeline, only around 30 cars were officially produced, averaging around two cars a year. After the CCX models came, it was time for a new car, the Agera. The Agera debuted in 2010, in which Agera means take action. This car had an entire new design from the CCX models, and the engine was switched from a dual supercharger to dual turbocharger. Paired with a newly engineered open exhaust, this car produced 960 horsepower and 1,100 nanometers of torque. This car won Top Gear's 
Car of the Year Award in 2010. In 2011 came the Agera R, which was the Agera version of the CCXR, being able to run both ethanol and gasoline. The car would produce 960 horsepower on octane fuel and 1,140 horsepower on ethanol fuels. The Agera R set a 0 to 300 to 0 km per hour, or what would be a 0 to 186 to 0 mile per hour record of 29.2 seconds. You could say they blew the old record out of the water, with most companies taking a small portion of time off, but Koenigsegg came and beat the record by a full 8 seconds. After the Agera R came the Agera S, which was made to have high horsepower without the need of biofuels, as some places do not offer E85. This car was able to produce 1,040 horsepower on 95 octane, which is a very impressive number. This car also debuted their new carbon fiber wheels, which weighed less than 40% of alloy wheels. In 2014 came one of the most unique engineer cars of all time, the Koenigsegg 1-1, featuring a power-to-rate ratio, weight ratio of 1 to 1. It was the first of its kind and still to this day. The 1-1 weighs 1,360 kilograms and produces 1,360 horsepower using a twin-turbo V8 when ran with biofuels. The 1-1 came with lots of other aerodynamic upgrades which helped it set many lap record times and set a new 0-300-0 to to time of 17.95 seconds. Only six of these were made for customers and one for the factory, and to this day is the only Koenigsegg I've ever seen, which was also parked to the first Pagani I had ever seen at Ferrari Lake Forest in 2017. In 2015 came something new, the Regera. The Regera features three electric motors and a twin-turbo V8, which produces over 1,500 horsepower. The Regera also has no gearbox, as it uses a system called Koenigsegg Direct Drive, which combines the electric and V8 motor to seamlessly increase the power of the car. The Regera is also the first car ever to be fully robotized, meaning anything and everything is opened by the car, such as the hood and doors. Only 80 of these cars will be built. The Koenigsegg Agera RS also came in 2015, producing a whopping 1,160 1, horsepower on 95 octane fuel. A lot more Koenigsegg cars are starting to be built in-house, and the RS is one of them. Only 25 of these will be made. In 2016 came the Agera Final, which will be limited to only three models, and for a good reason. These final cars will include any customization the customer wants for free, and they will be creating specific aerodynamic pieces that will only ever be used on these three cars. Talk about unique. Next, in 2019, came the Jesko, named after his dad, Jesko von Koenigsegg. The Jesko comes in two different forms, a track model version, the Jesko, and the Jesko Absolute. The Jesko uses a twin-turbo V8 producing 1,280 horsepower on 95 octane and 1,600 horsepower on E85 and features a wing that is mounted from the roof, the first of its kind. The Jesko Absolute is the fastest car Koenigsegg has ever made and will ever attempt to make. 
the car will be making a minimum of 1600 horsepower and will be incredibly fast whenever those details are announced. Koenigsegg's newest car in 2020 is the Koenigsegg Gamera, Koenigsegg's first four-seater, which uses a twin-turbo, three-cylinder, and three electric motors for a total output of 1,700 horsepower. This is honestly one of my favorite cars. I absolutely love the design and the technology behind the car. And If you look at pictures, it is most likely the easiest coupe to get in and out of the back seats. If it wasn't for bad luck, Koenigsegg cars might not be around today. If it wasn't for his dad and investors turning him down on some of his other ideas, Koenigsegg cars might not exist and we wouldn't have been exposed to the great engineering and design innovation Christian von Koenigsegg has given us. I do not know what is more impressive, the story behind the creation of the company or the continuous innovation and creation behind these cars. Koenigsegg cars never disappoint from both a technical and design standpoint. So, like always, what is your favorite Koenigsegg car? Have you ever even seen one in person? I, to this day, have still only seen the one, which was a Koenigsegg 1-1, and I was extremely happy to see that because not only was that my first Koenigsegg, it was also parked right next to my first Pagani. So, you could say I was very ecstatic that day. Koenigsegg's story is one of my favorite, and I hope that you enjoyed today's episode and learned something new. And like always, safe travels, everyone. <laughs>